I didn't see myself back then as a kid doing what I'm doing now. So we're definitely in the right direction with that. And uh, you just got to have a lot of fun too with it. You can't be, you got to be able to have a lot of fun while you're doing it. Gabe Summers grew up racing bandoleros at State Park Speedway in Wausau. The Plover native had no idea that he'd become a tour champion. However, after a win October 8th at the Lacrosse Speedway, Summers became the 2023 ASA Midwest Tour Champion. I visit with Summers about his journey through racing and how grateful he is for the ride. You're listening to the Highlight Zone Podcast. All right, Gabe. Well, nice to meet you once again. I appreciate you taking time. This is the first time we've ever spoken to each other. So um, let's start from the beginning then. You know, like you take a look at uh, drivers and young drivers in Wisconsin, and they always get an early start, which is such a wild concept to me. So when was it that you first got involved in the earliest form of racing for you? I was about uh, nine years old, and I raced uh, Bandoleros at State Park Speedway in Wausau, and ran that for two years and man, I wouldn't be thinking I'm sitting where I am today um, starting off way back then and you know not having much just one trailer and little bandolero and racing with young kids you know my age and just crazy where I am sitting today. I was there I think it was in July when you know State Park Speedway does their massive night of racing and they have the bandoleros and they have the uh, the Midwest tour come through and you know just to see all those young kids you know in those bandoleros and when you picture yourself at state park speedway racing in those was that obviously the dream to get up to, to you know to where you are now and tearing it up on the midwest tour yeah for sure when i was uh younger all the super light models that's pretty much where you wanted to end up the biggest class that you can basically run you know around here short track race and so uh, uh watching guys like tim sauter and ty majeski and all these guys race there when i was racing bandoleros i kind of looked up to them and now I'm one of those guys. So uh, it's definitely pretty cool. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's an awesome area to, you know, grow up in this sport. There's like you mentioned, th- those names there, there's a lot of young guys um, in, in your age as well from this area who are continuing to climb in this, this sport. What, what does it mean to you to be from this area that has such a, an affinity for this, um, you know, this, this life on the track? Yeah, I feel like it's one of the, you know, hottest places to come from as a young driver. Uh, a lot of kids my age that were racing bandoleros then are either in NASCAR some form or uh, racing what I'm doing, super late model racing. So it's definitely a popular area, a lot of competition and uh, a lot of good drivers. Talk to me about the progression because, you know, you start in the bandoleros and like you said, you want to get to those super late models. Uh, what was the progression like for you? Um, where was it that you started to see more and more comfort level and how quickly were you able to progress from car to car? Um. Not only the uh, getting more comfortable car to car, but, uh, you know, a team, too. You got to be able to build a team. And uh, we built a really good race team over the past couple of years. And the team is just as important as the driver. Um, I definitely got to do my job on the track, but they got to help me in the pits, too, as well. Uh, And in the shop week to week. So it's a whole it's a whole program pretty much to get right to be able to win races at the racetrack. Talk to me a little about that team then. Who's who's a part of your team and who do you, who do you um you know really credit with, like you said, building to where you've gotten to today? Uh Travis Daughter, my crew chief. Uh he's with me every day in the shop pretty much. Max, my uh brother spot, he spots for me. 
um, at the races. My dad, uh, he helps out a lot driving the hauler and just everything like that. My uncle Jeff, he's a big supporter in it, uh, getting us to the racetrack and a uh, big sponsor too. So um, Tucker, my uh, tire guy, he's from Wausau. He comes down to the shop once in a while, helps us on thing with things. And uh, Dylan, uh, he helps us at the track, you know, on the car and race day and that kind of thing. And uh, my mom making all the food and getting stuff ready for us on big trips. Got to have that. Yeah, that's awesome yeah. to have that support. So uh, you 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 um you start at an early age. When was it that you really started to think, you know, this this is not just a hobby. This is not just something that you know is fun to do. This is something that you know I can be really good at and even turn into a full time career. Uh, about a couple of years ago, we built two brand new race cars and we went down to uh, New Smyrna in Florida for speed weeks. And I think that was 2018. We built two new race cars and went down there. And that's when it kind of jumped to the next level. Um, that's not something you do very often, building two brand new race cars and uh, going down to Florida in the wintertime in February and racing and competing for two weeks down there. So that's kind of when it uh, jumped up another level. And uh, that's when it kind of got serious. So, uh, it's a lot of fun and past couple of years have been pretty competitive. So what was that like for you? You're in Florida and you, you obviously have some success. So is it, you know, let's get back to Wisconsin and let's, you know, pardon the pun, but really put pedal to the metal and try and do this thing for real. Yeah, that's, I mean, that, that really took a jump there. When we came back here, we had a jump start on the season. And ever since then, you know, we really haven't looked back. It's going down there in the wintertime really helps out because you just kind of, get that little bit extra that some guys don't get, you know, through the winter time, not just sitting in the shop, but staying on the track and uh, staying behind the wheel kind of gets you up on a, you know, gets yourself a jump start on a lot of guys. Well, and then that 2019 ended up being a, a massive year for you as well. I Pardon me. I know it's changed names a little bit, but Arca Midwest rookie of the year that year, correct. And what was that year like for you? And, you know, to have the the success that that first year where, like you said, it's it's really become the full time thing. Yeah, that was a that was a really good season here in Wisconsin. I think we had like four feature wins uh, throughout different series. And I think we were runner up in the points that year, too, for our Midwest tour. But man, yeah, that season or that summer, really, that was a jump in our in the right direction for sure. And it's been you know, we've kind of run like that for the last couple of years now. And now this year getting a title, it's, you know, it's all coming together. What was 2020 like for you? I wasn't in the area, so I wasn't on hand for seeing, you know, what competitions were like, whether or not there were more or, or probably less. But did, did that hinder or did that help you in any way? You know, as odd a 20, 20 year, as odd as 2020 was as a year. Yeah, um, that was kind of an odd year for me, too, because, uh, you know, it's the help and a little bit that shifted a little bit on my side. So uh, we're kind of doing stuff a little bit, you know, with a couple different guys, crew chiefs and whatnot to get through that season. But uh, we ran good. I uh, had a few wins and uh, you know, kind of when you look back at my stats, we've been really consistent inside the top five. So uh, you just got to be there at the end of these big races. And uh, just like we were here at this last Sunday, it paid off being on the right side of it. And uh get a few wins like that. Well, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned Sunday, a, a, a massive day for you. I, I assume that is your career achievement so far winning there and not just winning that race, but also, 
you know, taking home the the Midwest Tour title. What what was that day like for you? Uh, you know, finishing um, this weekend. Yeah, uh, I actually was talking to Dan Fredrickson before the race, and uh, he said, "Go out there and win the championship." And he says, "Win the race too." That's how he did it the last two times he's won the championship. So, <laughs> kind of felt pretty special when we did that. Oh uh, man, that don't that don't happen very often. You don't know when the last feature you're gonna get. So, um, you got to cherish it uh, and. You can't take it for granted when you win those kind of races because there. I think there was only six or seven cars on the lead lap of that race. It's a really tough race, 200 laps there, and a lot of things can happen. And you got to, you just got to position yourself at the end of that thing to be up front. And we were there, and you know we took that and took the championship. It was a great weekend. What was that like afterward? I'm sure, like you mentioned, the team means so much to you. What was the what was the celebration like? And what was what was if there was any you know emotion following that? Oh yeah, definitely some emotion. Uh, it's just, like I said, it's really hard to win these races. There's so many good cars at the track and it just means a lot more when there's that much competition too. We won the Jim Sauter classic last year in the Dells and it was the same thing. There's so many good cars and to come out whenever you can win one of those races, it just means a ton because like I said, you don't know when the next time you're gonna be able to win one of those races and uh, you just gotta cherish it as much as you can. I don't know if you give yourself like timelines in the, in, in racing, but like in 2019, when, when you win that rookie of the year honor, and then do you get kind of say, you know, four years from now, I would love to take the tour. Do, was that, is this something on the timeline for you? Or are you ahead behind right on schedule? Where are you at right now? Um, I think we're on track for sure. Uh, we were, I don't know. I think I've had two or three runner up finishes in second place for the points. So, I mean, I've been knocking on the door for quite a while here. So to finally get it, I mean, it was well-deserved, I feel like, because we've been really close. So to be able to pull it all together, I mean, that's, I mean, that's what we need. So. I mean, you've, you're a champion for a reason. What, what do you think has helped, you know, or what has been the difference you think this year for you when you've been in the car? Ah, uh, the consistency for sure. Uh, we've put fast race cars on the track pretty much every week. So that helps, you know, I think qualifying, I've done a lot better job qualifying. I think I had four fast times this year. And uh, that's a lot of points, you know, to stay up front in the points championship. So you got to do a good job with that. It's just, you know, it's everything. It's not just one thing. What does this look like, you know, moving forward? I I'm, I know winter's starting to set in and I don't, I don't, I assume you go maybe some warmer areas to get some races in in the winter, but you know, what is the next you know, four, four years look like for you on your timeline. What are your ambitions, your hopes moving on from here? Yeah, I don't know. I'd like to race as much as possible, but someday I hope I can turn this thing into some sort of a business, you know, for myself to kind of have other people drive for me or do stuff like that. I, I don't think I can race forever. You know, it costs a lot of money, but um, it just, man, you don't know where it's going to turn. You know, it could be something different in two months from now. You know, I'm finally just, the, the gratitude I'm sure you must feel, you know, for, like you said, a, a little kid racing bandoleros at State Park Speedway to to winning the tour this year to, you know, having the success that you've had this year. A couple of couple of wins. You mentioned the, the awesome win on Sunday. Um, what are the gratitude that you have that you've been able to have the experiences you've been able to have in this sport to this point? Yeah, I've made a lifetime memory so far in the past few years. Uh, man, I don't that's tough to do stuff like I'm doing. So uh, you just got to be thankful for it. Uh, a lot of great people behind me. It takes just a whole team to be able to do stuff like this. So uh, I didn't see myself 
back then as a kid doing what I'm doing now. So we're definitely in the right direction with that. And uh, you just got to have a lot of fun too with it. You can't be, you got to be able to have a lot of fun while you're doing it. You know, it's, it's there ain't many people in this position, you know, you being, being able to do what I do. So it's really cool. That means a lot. Summers will close out his local racing season this Saturday at the following 150 at Dell's Raceway Park. He says he's not sure what's next on the horizon for him, but he'll always enjoy the ride. Thank you for listening to the Highlight Zone podcast. I'm Ben Helwig. We'll see you next time.